listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I miss the old Kanye, straight from the gold Kanye. Chop up the soul Kanye, set on his goals Kanye. I hate the new Kanye, the bad new Kanye, the always rude Kanye, spazzing the news Kanye. I miss the sweet Kanye, chop up the beats Kanye. I gotta say, at that time I liked the meat Kanye. See, I invented Kanye, it wasn't any Kanye's. And now I look and look around and there's so many Kanye's. I used to love Kanye, I used to love Kanye. I even had the pink polo I thought I was. Kanye. What if Kanye made a song about Kanye? Call it I'm the old Kanye. Man, that be so Kanye. That's all it was, Kanye. We still love Kanye. And I love you like Kanye loves Kanye. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host Rod and and we're in that hizzy on a Saturday for feedback. Mm-hmm. And that's where we talk about all the stuff that you guys had to say about us that uh we appreciate that you guys you know write in with emails you leave comments on the uh website theblackoutist.com you vote in the polls you leave uh comments on your votes in the polls you leave five star reviews on itunes and stitcher um i mean you do so much and you know people give and give and give the podcast and some podcasts they don't give back they don't care about y'all but we love y'all we appreciate y'all and we decided that hey you know we're gonna make sure that y'all know that we love and appreciate y'all you know we're not like these other podcasts taking y'all for granted you know just going all over the place in the middle of the night leaving y'all stranded (laughs) Mm -mm, not us not us we gives you a show because we care about you Mm -hmm. and we want y'all to be great uh so uh i guess without further ado we need to talk about the people who donated to the uh show mm, i don't know what that that was uh that did not work out uh but we need to talk about the people that donated to the show okay uh because you know it's the donations that really uh fuel the show and keep things going and um enable us to you know uh do what we do basically i mean if it wasn't for the money we, we i mean how would we do this ain't that the truth you know um we can't even can't even be mad at y'all so uh we're gonna definitely get into that real quick <laughs> okay you know that sound that means we got breaking news <laughs> something happened what happened something must have happened right you playing the breaking news music oh, oh shit oh oh goddamn! what what is going on what what kind of news could it be karen that would cause that would call the bees to help come out i know what, what is happening to the show i mean it's, it seemed like uh it's coming out of left field right now but uh it's a lot of lot uh some news is dropping uh live on the podcast um well i don't know if you've heard of um have you ever heard of this artist named beyonce yes i have (laughs) (laughs) oh beyonce that did some shit uh she um apparently uh dropped a teaser for a music video that will be coming out uh next week on hbo oh shit now 
it's a 21 second teaser it's called lemonade and this is just a preview oh shit lemonade sales about to go through the roof still got them braids now uh it comes on hbo next week um <laughs> all plans is canceled so if you had something to do saturday night mm-hmm. that is no longer a thing that is happening okay mm-hmm. <laughs> um and if you don't got hbo you probably getting hbo and canceling it at the end of the month yeah i believe it's next saturday at nine um okay. that's coming out so do i need to be sure i make some homemade lemonade for us I, i'm assuming <laughs> we need to go stock up on all lemons just in yes! case uh the thing is she been teasing lemonade months ago on instagram holy shit people people been <laughs> is there anything this woman doesn't do by design <laughs> people thought she was just having a nice night out and she got lemonade candle she's <laughs> sipping on lemonade and like a fancy wine glass <laughs> she she's smelling lemon <laughs> the investigation ain't been on it ain't the, the hobby on it they like i knew it uh, the signal is out alert the, <laughs> the alert has gone out signal code word lemon hashtag lemonade get on it girl it, uh so yeah um you know don't make no plans uh, <laughs> she done had the world in a state of paralysis since dropped she dropped that formation everybody waiting on this album i am too i i am too and um i have nightmares that the album came out and i'll be like oh oh <laughs> what i thought i missed what? it oh I, jesus i was about to get mad like i was left behind i see uh-huh. the wrong i see the wrong tweet you know like she might put a a picture out for something else she's doing right. and then i'll just see the timeline like yes beyonce get it and i'll be like oh no i missed the album <laughs> i'm gonna get beat and then it's like oh oh it's not out just <laughs> yeah. she just took a picture of blue ivy and put it out on the world right okay, y'all want to argue about her hair <laughs> good thing good thing you stay woke up most of the time because i'm not you know i do rest so i'll be mad you just never know you gotta stay on alert with with, with the hive dog the beat be fuck around and had an album out you won't even know it <laughs> right you just walk around seeing people snatching their whole life out of the air <laughs> walking down the street <laughs> like what's happening what's going on how come no black women came to work today none of them all of them called out (laughs) it's gonna look like people gonna think the um the rapture started right all Uh, (laughs) all the black women and all the gay men nobody's here today what's happening right anybody seen denise lashonda nobody Mm -mm. um (laughs) all right um so we do need to uh do the part where we talk about the people that gave us money but i just thought that would be fun um to talk about um here we go i dedicate this song to To recession recession, depression depression, and unemployment (laughs) or as bernie sanders calls it no big deal day's a new day uh ian or ian uh in hit us with a recurring donation started brand new thank you very much ian thank you sweetie uh let's see who else uh joy m recurring donator thank you joy we appreciate you uh shante b recurring donator shante's got a man at home uh damien jackson i am for real uh tyvon s recurring donator Catherine b yes Catherine b recurring donator uh monica c hit us with that one-time donation thank you monica 
Jane hit us with Jane M hit us with that recurring donation. Um, Shirley Wong Esquire, please say the Esquire. Yes, hit us with that recurring donation. Got a brand new recurring donation from Katie G. Hey, sweetie. Are you related to Kenny G? Mm-hmm. Hi, Planet Clarinet. Uh, Josh hit us up. Uh, you guys know him as Wonga. He hit us up all the way from Australia, the land down under mate. Thank you very much. Uh, Dana W hit us with that recurring donation. Thank you, Dana. Yes. Rosalie V, recurring donator. Thank you very much. We got a one-time donation from Dana W again, who had already did a recurring donation who said, when I heard you were recapping Fear the Walking Dead for premium subscribers, I was mad that I'd already subscribed, so I couldn't subscribe again because of this <laughs> great news. Hallelujah, holy shit. So here's a little more on keeping the z pock rolling. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, that, yeah, that review is uh like a midnight Sunday review. So. Right, that, that's why I said you got to pay for that one because we, li- <laughs> we literally, and then uh, the, um game of thrones coming back so we're probably gonna watch game of thrones oh man watch the walking dead and record after that nope that is not gonna be free y'all i'm oh, sorry man i gotta I, go to work the next day i didn't even think about that it's gonna be some week so that show don't come out till tuesday right we're gonna have to take a day to get get our minds right right uh tanya s recurring donator thank you tanya got a one-time donation from brandon m says thanks for being a the great couple you are brandon thank you brandon mm-hmm. you know we would have been a great couple for free but we appreciate the money <laughs> we do uh alexis h recurring donator thank you very much and that's everybody this week thank you so much everybody who put in on the show man play me out kurt mm-hmm. Can you just smile for me Whatever you're in right now, smile for me. Smile. Can you just smile for me? And the people say, oh, 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 hey. I wonder what uh, porn he was listening to when he saw that. Oh, re- watch it when he made that up. It's probably like big booty bitches. Number three. <laughs> now they, come in here he was make in these it. people smile he was in it early there number three they probably number 452 now this song is for recession depression masturbation double penetration ah, ah. Uh, all right <laughs> all right we got five star reviews on and automations mm-hmm. we got five star reviews on um uh <laughs> itunes <laughs> uh simply awesome five stars by carolina man two seven eight five five uh hope that's not your inmate number brother uh Ryder karen is simply awesome people producing a great product this podcast provides great information from a black perspective which is hard to find from mainstream media and news outlets i've been listening for a while as soon as i get my money right i plan to go premium for all those folks that don't have tbgwt in your life i don't know what you're doing with your life simply the best thank you thank you sweetie uh randy lynn says love y'all five stars i love you guys and the respect you have for each other i love listening to rod's political views and he made me hate Hillary clinton a little less karen is so sweet and funny and can can we make a drinking game and take a shot every time karen says quote unquote or the thing about it is (laughs) (laughs) y'all might make it through the show then i just want y'all to live and be healthy i don't know that much alcohol is (laughs) is is something you want to do it's legal (laughs) yeah i'm not trying to make people not hate hillary clinton i just don't i can't speak for everybody else sometimes i think people say they hate her and 
it does they it, they don't really know why i don't but i mean i hate a lot of people that i don't really know why you know some people just hate their face but i don't know i just i don't hate her i i feel the same way about her that i feel about bernie sanders like i'm i'm going to vote for one of them when the time comes mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking matter like i just don't get the histrionics behind going back and forth about them uh as far as and and luckily if i say anything bad about hillary nobody ever writes the show or goes crazy or talks bad about me or says anything like it's cool you can just be like i don't like her or she fucked up and everybody understands but if you go the other way you got to get 12 emails so it's like that um like family five star committing uh by committing uh for several years i used podcasts merely for education and news like ted and cnn thinking that was the only thing out there living here in tokyo that's my only connection to culture but then beyonce dropped formation then the super bowl happened and no one was talking about it and i was like what the actual heck so i searched black podcast and you came up oh i saw the picture and i was like let me give these guys a listen not knowing that from that point on i would be listening to you guys every single day haha it's like my culture connection you guys talk about what i care about and i love it keep doing you makes me want to invite you guys for a barbecue i know it'll be fun anyways when you come to tokyo i'll make sure to show you around hey man i'm just gonna stay off the trains i seen how freaky it gets but other than that you know what i'm saying (laughs) we We would love to have some barbecue ill dog Mm -hmm. y'all barbecue octopus dog i eat it i'm serious i'm not Mm -hmm. that's not a joke Mm -hmm. i've had some uh sup karen and sup and super what's well, super karen and super ride by mazzy stars thanks for making black geeks and nerds like me feel at home not to mention the progressive feminist viewpoints that the podcast breaks down on a daily keep up the good work we will yes we will you know just you know we woke a bit uh <laughs> a little bit now not you know keep it you know we still got to get these jokes off we try to try to do what we can do yes all the news i need and and comedy five stars malicious says uh rod and karen are a great joe great joy i look forward to their weekly live shows rod brings the news that mainstream media does not and karen's insight is intelligent and right on target i love karen's southern accent with her knowledge yes black southerners are smart and woke yes don't let bernie tell it this podcast inspires me to stay motivated and i'm constantly spreading the word about these two great podcasts thank you appreciate you spreading the word uh Forrest b says great show five stars this show is an awesome display of unfettered blackness and i live for every moment mm-hmm. both rod and karen offer sharp insight that manages to be both informative and entertaining rod's responses to the 27 questions from white people in blackface was a moment of greatness that should be preserved in the annals of podcast history i always walk away with something to think about and they stay perpetually lit keep up the great work thank you thanks yeah i i remember when that shit came out i wasn't gonna look at it because i was like why well, give them an extra click or whatever but i I'm, I'm off that mentality i think too many people think well if we give them a click then they get what they want but it's like if the click it leads to me telling you you ain't shit that ain't really what you want no company really wants that like Mm-mm. i know um in our minds we've been conditioned to see the internet as this zero-sum game where it's like this thing got a million hits but if it got a million hits and then people go fuck buzzfeed or fuck so-and-so that's not really the million hits they want you know Mm. um and often that kind of stuff is like the signals the end of a lot of brands like how many people's careers and shit have been ended because they fucked up and then 
people paid attention to it and the next thing you know you gotta get another job you know look at justine sacco like right you know people like so a lot of times people say well they just want their heads and maybe you know to some level you're right they do want attention but what the attention they really want is people going i like this right they don't want that negative attention yeah so um i was like i am gonna click on it because i do want to see what they said and people were talking about it and i saw it and i remember thinking well thanks buzzfeed you just wrote the whole show yet tomorrow there you go like we ain't even got to do shit just play this and be like okay well here's the answer to that if you want to know question is do you want to know mm-hmm. nobody wants to know the answer to those questions man no they don't you know even the, the 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 white people or the black person who wrote that bullshit none of them want to know the real answers they they want the answers they want to hear are all black people are fucked up and they're just not as they just don't have it together as white people and i'm sorry that your feelings were hurt when you were a young black person and 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 some black people pick that's what they want to hear and once you're an adult that's not coming Mm-mm. you know but like i said i have empathy for black people i don't have empathy for anti-blackness nope and it doesn't matter Ooh, whose skin coming that's from. coming from yeah but i do have empathy for black people and i do want us all to be free and i do want us all to to love ourselves and and to not be around the like toxicness uh the 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 toxicness of this american environment you know like i don't want us to always be pushed down upon we should all be able to shine but at the same time i'm not tolerating anti-blackness in blackface it it doesn't like Mm -mm. just because you're a black person asking why can't white people say the n-word and shit like that doesn't mean it's a more valid point you know uh so that's how that that's how those questions came across like these are things ignorant racist trolling white people say but black people are saying them now uh shout out to all the black bu- black people at buzzfeed that didn't get involved uh <laughs> i feel you <laughs> and I'm, I'm not even saying that sarcastically Mm-mm. i know uh heaven and tracy was like mm. so anyway who are we interviewing this week <laughs> my, let me ignore my timeline right. that's that's when you don't respond to nobody because you know people gonna come and ask you questions and you just ignore everything I'm, you not, gotta, be, I'm not getting paid for this interview am i being detained <laughs> you gotta tweet Shout through out it. To that spot you gotta tweet through that you gotta that's be like what you say Mm, just bake my son some cookies <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, and then every reply to that it, that 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 thing about your cookies is are y'all gonna say something uh huh why don't y'all do something on the podcast about that y'all mm. know who coming on this week that's right. how you respond they had another woman who writes there she was just on a nightly show um and people was hitting her up and the only thing she posted was like i write and produce everything with my name on it like right <laughs> keep me out of this with shit my name on it i just cash these buzzfeed checks i don't have the buzzfeed checks and balances to keep this shit from coming out ain't that the truth uh, <laughs> i did not make this executive decision anyway i feel y'all okay it's niggas working at mcdonald's that don't want to do the shit they telling them to do it's it, hey i get it uh <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> people was blaming every black person they knew with buzzfeed and they motherfucking title boy Woo! what a time what a time uh All we right. got five star review on uh stitcher five stars by kb and dc the best podcast out there co-pastor karen reminded me that i couldn't judge the people who haven't been putting into the collection plate unless i left a review on stitcher too so here i am this podcast is a perfect mix of hilarious and thoughtful. I live for Karen's passionate rants. I'm always nodding alone and saying yes. And Rod's bad puns and attendant sound effects. Uh-huh. 
every episode is great often listening to the walking dead recast even though i don't watch the show because i want to hear more from ron and karen the many great and the many great guests they have on the show i also appreciate the spirit of civic responsibility coupled with electoral apathy of the man the vote campaign <laughs> as many others have said it's the first thing i've been excited about all election thanks for all you do ron and karen oh thank, thank you. you sweetie yeah, mayor the vote man get out there and mayor this shit up mm-hmm. i saw the debate the other night never felt more mad in my life ain't that the truth i was happy they was talking shit about each other though everybody keeps talking about the tone that's a village of the campaign i'm like talk shit about them niggas it, it, that's what we're doing I, all the all the people involved in the political discourse on twitter talk shit to each other why they be they they good i like bernie uh answers because bernie so he answered everything sarcastically so it's, it's like it's like so when you said hillary clinton uh is unqualified is that what exactly did you is it uh are you saying she should not be fit to run president and then he'll just a- ask a question ask his own question that's not the answer but he'll be like is that a thing i said then you just like well yeah, i mean <laughs> that's not the answer to the question uh but yeah he be acting like he fed up with them questions it's good real good um and hillary was talking shit she memorized that nigga whole record oh she did her homework like you better like not trying to because because it's getting to the point where it's time to end the bullshit so okay you swinging and calling me un- unqualified so you know what it's time to fight okay you, you she is a robot right and i mean that in the most uh complimentary way possible like i know most people say robot and they mean it negative like that person's a robot i mean she is a it's it's like she just co-opt and adapt to whatever the fuck is at hand she just be like okay so this is his newest attack on me let's break down his entire voting record and i'm gonna bring that shit up during the debate and and the shit that the media has weeks between these debates sometimes to research all this stuff yeah they do and hillary's the first person to be like mm, so what about this shit then huh you go you did vote for this and he it's like oh damn what how does she know you know yeah, what i mean like i said she got a team around her and the thing about it regardless of if you go oh here she go again one thing you can't say about her she gonna be sure she get done she has somebody it's almost like the rocky thing you know how you know how they fight between rounds yeah and somebody come to it like okay when you go back out there, take a left, take a right hook, then, right. you know, and, and, and she literally has a strategy team that watches him and and actually prepares a counterattack. And it's, and a lot of times, he don't be ready for it. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what I don't understand. It's like, do you not know she's fighting to win? Like, she ain't fucking around. She ain't saying shit to make people feel good. She's like, I want to win. And a lot of times, she brings out the point that the shit you're saying is not feasible and what you're trying to get done you can't get it done without help from other people you have to take small steps you can't take these big leaps to um get these things done you know and also they bought up um in the debate they bought the fact that he was not always a part of the democratic party so you're running on a democratic ticket but you're not really a part of the democratic party i ain't trying to recap the whole debate i'm just saying they styles i like how they get mad at each other now yeah i feel like they've been talking around it right for months and now we getting close so it's like you know like what they got a couple more months of this shit Mm -hmm. like 
now they just talking shit to each other and you know what good i like these debates these some of the best debates yeah. the other ones was too friendly i'm not trying to find was too friendly i was like they weren't oh, hitting each other no. they just like they were the answers would be like well we both could do the job and we both are you know qualified and we both be better than anybody for the republicans <laughs> but now it's like you know what motherfucker <laughs> i'm tired of your ass you got one more time <laughs> like that shit is so good like hillary came out like what you say about my skirt nigga <laughs> right it's so much better it's so much better now you, that ain't, was, you ain't like my heels <laughs> i was flipping back and forth between the magic 30 for 30 and Which that was shit. good. The Matrix for Thirty was good. Too. I mean, like it was hard to flip back. Like I would be like, oh, oh, but I gotta watch Penny and Shaq. But oh, I wanted to watch the whole thing. And then they talked about Israel, and then I didn't care because I don't know anything about that place. Right. But <laughs> everything other than, else, other than it's on the map. Yeah, everything else was lit. They was going in on each other for no reason. <sighs> Five star. Uh, I mean, let's do the comments for the episodes um 1176 talking race with friends was uh the feedback show uh we had two comments law says unless these people are people of color who have been oppressed in america i don't talk about race uh yeah i wonder how how much that is a uh uh we'll see in the poll the more i talk about race with white friends the less i feel like we're friends (laughs) ha ha yeah that's that's a lot of people's experience right that happens to a lot of people as long as we don't bring it up we is the best of friends but the second we bring it up and a lot of times you don't bring it up they'll bring it up to you with some shit happen to see how you feel and a lot of times if they don't like your response that's normally the end of the uh, end of the relationship or for a lot of people they just kind of um how can i say it accommodate them because they're like i don't want to deal with this shit with you because i don't want to fall out in this environment yeah there's a lot of black people that get tricked into compromising too right well it's like we're all fucked up no mm-mm, no study your history mm-mm, it's not mm-mm. you know what i mean like it's okay to be like historically uh we can agree that that white people have been fucked up you know what i mean it's okay you're not it's like that's just a historical fact doesn't mean that now we can't be friends with white people it's just historically this is a fact and if i can't even get you to admit that then how can we be friends it's like if to me it's like if if you're friends with a woman and you won't admit that men have been historically fucked up you know it's like well then how are we even how are we even supposed to have a friendship right and you know you're coming at it from a place of just denial of everything in my entire existence yeah that and also to uh for a lot of people anytime you bring up anything about race you're being di- uh divisive particularly if you don't agree with with people mm-hmm. uh so he says um i guess i have white associates now just can't stand the mental gymnastics of the cognitive cognitive dissonance folks uh dissonant folks uh especially on issues closest to my heart so i mostly just talk to white people who happen to know my name about game of thrones video games and dave Chappelle. uh yeah that's sad man because i don't really like those kind of friendships in my life so i I typically get rid of all casual relationships it's just not a big deal to me yeah yeah but it's it's sad but for a lot of people they like this is almost the only way you can almost function because Mm -hmm. it's like you don't really want to get to know me you just feel safe around me because if i really if you really knew what i thought i would say something mm-hmm. i know for me for, for i can't speak for a lot of people mostly most black people like that at work because you're paying me to be here and you pay me not to do shit 
but you know outside of work i determine these relationships so now i'm not going to deal with nobody that's not willing to talk to me about race and have an intimate relationship with me because i have to deal with uh dealing with ignorant people in my everyday life because i'm being paid to be there big daddy da says uh generally once you have a real conversation about race most folks you realize most folks are not your friends in general i keep it casual outside of the race because when the topics get too real you realize how racist some of your so-called friends really are yeah and then the poll was do you talk about race with your friends or other races yes but rarely (coughs) yes all the time or not if i can avoid it yes but rarely is 47 percent of the time yes all the time 32 percent of the time that's actually pretty good and not if i can avoid it 22 percent of uh, people do not talk race with their uh, friends or other races um i would say i do and so i'm in the group that does but i've also lost friendships because i i don't mind about race right and people will tiptoe away you know so um also we had episode 1177 fear of a black panther it was a fun episode we talked about ta Coates issue one of black panther coming out uh will in toronto says i walked to the comic book store and they had two copies of Coe's black panther left i copped them both one for me and one for my stepson's birthday Aww. he can't wait for hmm? that's sweet mm-hmm. he can't wait for civil war next month and this will be a dope intro to him for t'challa um uh, i already knew it would sell but the confirmation that it did was dope as fuck critical and commercial success shit shit makes me want to watch play watch the throne and to pimple butterfly and full blast in my cubicle i feel you sounds like renata says hey the black Test fam if you are in atlanta looking for a copy of black panther my parents basement still has several left p.s i love you guys <laughs> you gonna have niggas from the, the podcast just show up at your mama's house uh yeah the black panthers are uh i understand they in the basement in the basement mm-hmm. boy don't get off my porch when you get shot ain't that true tanya w42 says was black youngster going for the highest n words per minute in a song guinness world record yeah we played that black youngster song and it was problematic <laughs> very um, eve says ralphie may has been problematic for a very long time oh yeah he apologized because he made jokes about native americans and basically got caught on youtube and then uh his gig got canceled uh in a town where there was a, a heavy population of you know original people uh he's only apologizing uh because his money has been affected the non-apology was insulting only a few months ago he was on twitter calling jordan Peele's fiance a nigger because he didn't like what the, she titled the name of her show i remember that we covered that on the show this guy's a piece of horse crap hope he falls down hope he falls down a long flight of stairs yeah he's pretty yeah he's one of those it's freedom of speech people that's why it was so funny that as soon as he got hit in the pockets it was back oh well you know actually i just uh i don't mean to say that right because that really changed didn't it Mm-hmm. was the gap ad to you yes no and i saw it or i didn't see the pick because uh, we talked about that gap ad where the black girl hat was basically kind of like furniture in there mm-hmm. um and i can understand people being offended by it i can understand people not being offended by it but i think historically uh if somebody was offended by it and they understood i don't think there's any argument against them being offended like i'm like yeah they they should have known better when they put that picture out like just because i didn't get like necessarily triggered by it doesn't mean somebody else wouldn't be like what the fuck you know and it still doesn't mean it's not offensive exactly 
so yes 35 percent of people saw it and they were offended by it 18 percent of people did not even see it and 47 percent saw it but was not were not offended by it eve says i personally wasn't offended by the gap ad but i can understand that someone seeing the ad could be triggered yeah basically how i feel there's a definite there's definitely a history of black people being used as props i researched the issue a little further and learned that gap has done this in the past with the races reversed with a white girl being used a prop for a black girl whoever was in charge of this ad campaign probably thought nothing was wrong doing it the other way around without thinking about the historical context of it also i'm guessing they saw no harm in it because the two girls in the picture are actually sisters their white mother was interviewed and was defending it my concern for the little black girl is that her mother will be dismissive of the racially sensitive topics such as this in the future it's possible the woman didn't see it as a big deal because they are her daughters here's hoping that little girl learns about her self-worth yeah i mean and the thing is that's so much to ask of a little girl yes it is you know like shout like you're black and now it's uh you know it's up to you to figure out the historical context of certain shit because i don't and 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 for the record i'm not even this is not i'm not saying anything bad about her mother okay because i don't know i don't know these people any of that but like it's a lot to expect of a white person to even grasp the historical context of that moment and think how will this play out for the world because you're looking at your two daughters you know you to you you're not looking at a white girl and a black girl um and the historical context of furniture and all this shit you know i i'm a you know my guess is when they get to the home it's not like they tell the black girl to go clean up the house for everybody else you know i'm sure she's treated uh as part of the family you know what i mean so like um to me it's just more like i worry about other situations that come up and you just have because of privilege and because of lived experience you just might have blinders to certain shit that you really can't possibly understand you know uh because it's like what if you know if somebody decides i'm gonna touch that girl's hair and you go what's why is it a big deal people touch my hair all the time you know like yes it's just a context to it that you just can't possibly have if you haven't lived that experience or know people who've lived that experience who really have a lot of input into your life so anyway um i i felt about the same yeah like you know uh can you have anything to add there before i move on Mm-mm. all right uh <laughs> the next episode was 1178 old school beef um and no comments in the poll was do you joke around with cashiers and wait staff because made that joke about hating babies um <laughs> yes but rarely 63 percent. yes all the time 21 percent, and never 16 percent uh yeah yes but rarely 63 percent i'm I'm really into never part but i reached out i tried once just now and uh, i'm back to never guys oh that shit was hilarious though oh that shit was the best because he he missed the whole thing he really like you hate babies yeah oh that shit yeah. was the best and uh the people that said yes all the time are like the worst people in the world i don't want to go anywhere with you the people that joke with the waiter and the, and the everybody all the time uh-uh sorry uh <laughs> <laughs> i used to hate waiting on those tables hey yeah. buddy we're hardly working i'm like yeah. god damn one of these yeah they're doing a <laughs> fucking comedy routine your whole trip and you're like come on dog i just i'm just trying to do my job 
hey man how about you just bring the whole jug of water from the back because i'm thirsty as hell i'm like okay all right buddy okay you're one of these guys Mm -hmm. uh all right so we had episode 1179 for men roles for men it was supposed to be like a joke about curves from women mm-hmm. um and we got a lot of comments on this one angel says i think karen is right about people not purchasing certain foods due to the amount of exercise they would have to do to work off whatever serving they wish to intake sea world profits decreased 84 percent due to the documentary blackfish uncovering sea world's unethical practices people literally stopped going i believe people would stop purchasing foods specifically good food geared towards children at the food truthfully documented how much that child had to exercise because it portrays how unhealthy the, that certain food is just something to think about love the show uh i gotta say man i disagree i don't think they would stop i feel like the blackfish thing is different because they literally show them beating whales and shit i think putting exercise labels uh on the side of food would not lead to people being like i like i honestly think it would have very little effect but companies don't want to do it because it might have some effect so even if it's like like i said even if it was two percent of people that decided i don't you know that's enough um it i could understand people doing feeling that way even when they put the calories on fast food i know it's worked on me before and i'm sure uh anecdotally you know there's people that have been like "Eh, you know what not not gonna do burger king today i i don't want to put a a 1100 calories in my diet today um so i could understand um people feeling that way um that being said i don't think it's not like burger king's going out of business you know what i mean like because they remember it was a big fight just to get the calories on the side you know Come on, dog. uh let's see uh film underscore esquire says i worry about the idea that posting how much exercise quote unquote it would take the burn off of giving food for two reasons one it strengthens the false theory that fat equal unhealthy um plenty of skinny people eat terrible food it doesn't magically become better food just because they're skinny people uh and even if you were to exercise to burn out the bad food you still ate crap full of chemicals that's true uh and it isn't if it isn't good it isn't good for you and exercise won't change that after the fact uh yeah it's i don't think they were saying like well exercise will make this all good i think what the people who are trying to put the labels on it's almost like the surgeon general labels they're really trying to put it on there as a warning it's not actually informational they're really trying to say like really you would eat these little devies that's a extra 45 that's a 45 minute walk that you would have to take and then people supposed to be like oh i i don't want little devies i'm not gonna walk 45 minutes today that's what they're hoping i'm not saying that's how it would happen and a small percentage of people it would affect and they would rather because like you said they would rather that small percentage be zero (laughs) right and i I, and i bet you the vast majority of people that would tout this would just be people who already don't eat that shit and want to talk shit about people right right people that just don't care so they pick it up regardless of what was on the label yeah no i'm saying the vast majority of people who would talk talk about like oh you know that's two laps to eat that m&m right. give people a reason to be more judgmental yeah right most people use it in a bad way two it strengthens the false theory that calories in calories out plenty of fat people work out more eat better than skinny people but just don't lose weight and calories from certain sources like refined sugar are processing the body differently than calories from say spinach right. reducing the complex chemical reaction of digestion in the body 
down to calories in calories out is partially responsible for the widespread belief that fat people just eat more and sit around more than skinny people overall i think this kind of messaging on food products continues to trend to shift in the responsibility for health outcomes onto individuals so that people can blame them instead of addressing systemic forces like poor health care access widespread use of chemicals antibiotics and food and poverty i agree uh yeah i agree uh although like i said still think uh the companies are just as just as much against putting that shit on there and not for any of those good reasons you just said uh, they just like uh-uh somebody might see it and not want to eat this no we more want all the sales uh eve says i was so pissed when they killed abby off oh wait you know uh i can't remember how far in the detail with did i go into detail of exactly what happened at the end of sleepy hollow you just said you was mad and fuck it god damn it evie he just made me spoil sleepy hollow for everybody behind son of a bitch oh i'm sorry everybody out but, there in podcast yeah, man and a lot of if you were on the internet not trying funny it was you had to purposely and strategically avoid that because it was literally everywhere with people's anger yeah i'm not gonna read this uh i, I gotta skip this one i'm sorry it's just too much uh um and then angel replied back about with more a very long post post about um uh, calories and weight and stuff um so and then she had emailed me and said not to read that one because it was very long and uh by the way this is one of the reasons i don't talk about uh weight loss and health shit on the show because uh i don't want the long back and forth and the advice and all that stuff so we typically kind of avoid those topics just because people get real preachy about them uh chay chay says i've never in my life thought i'd be one to praise dance but y'all got me with the return of fucking with black people theme song <laughs> thanks thanks to my mom yeah uh i told your mama i don't know who the person is but somebody hit the hashtag on twitter it was like thank thank you uh rise mama for, <laughs> for people been people been thanking my mom all fucking week on twitter <laughs> just <laughs> thank you for getting that music but i didn't know it was that i didn't know it was that important to y'all well now we know uh i was waiting on the train in brooklyn couldn't help myself thank you pass to rod and co-pastor karen that made my day now on to some shit that unmade my day black women as the least sexualized in film and tv how about we are the most stereotyped either we're the hypersexualized jezebel the asexual mammy or the domineering masculine sapphire all the time in everything makes no difference that hollywood is feeling the mammy more than others right now the shit that hasn't changed in a hundred in hundreds of years but we live in a post-racial society right beyond that we're also considered the least attractive of all the women in the world according to japanese psychologists from a study released four to five years ago and published in psychology today oh we remember that we definitely uh talked about that on the show mm-hmm this is a burden that is exclusive to black women not brown women brown women are considered beautifully uh beautiful i.e puerto rican women have been called genetically perfect go pr chicas no hate from me what i wish hollywood society shit the world would do is stop trying to dissect us just stop we are women we feel we love we laugh we cry we're beautiful we're sexy we're sensitive and we deserve respect we are also magic in the face of all the negative that's heaped on us every fucking day the fact that we still love and embrace ourselves and each other is the ultimate magic uh yeah i would add this um writing diverse characters and shit uh for white people i think is almost a landmine because in many cases race does affect things and so 
they can't simply say well what would we do if a white person was in this role right um now that doesn't mean it shouldn't happen i just think more black creators need to be behind the decision making like we need black people writing we need black people to get a chance you know like decision makers right. need to allow other people a chance at the sticks basically like right and that's why we keep getting the same repeat of shit because you have the same people making the same decisions yeah i think the sleepy hollow shit is just indicative of when you have black people in front of the camera but not behind the camera right you know you make these decisions you know i, I maybe i'll find somebody to review season three with but um you know ultimately you know you feel kind of betrayed because it's like you you look back and you realize like they never really treated this 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 black actress like a full character you know like they started out good but it just never it's like she stayed stuck in the same place because as you said you become a stereotype and then that's just what you are uh and you also forgot the black sassy friend uh sassy black friend is a staple of the hollywood community Yes, it is. Tanya W42 says, Yay, the game show music is back. Rod's mom gets results. See? <laughs> uh, the poll was Erica Badu or Erica Badu. Uh, <laughs> uh, Badu got 23.5%, and of course, that means 76.5% said, but don't. Uh, let's see. Felt Five says, Okay, this poll hurt. I love Erica in spirit and in truth i know man it sucks when your face just take it take that take that turn just just take that heel turn however it's important for me as a black man and a father to vehemently disagree with the problematic statement she said about men being drawn to young girls these are children whether they are physically developed like a woman or not they are children and it is the responsibility of the teacher to be a professional and not some creepy r kelly type character right it's not on the child to help the teacher not be a trash ass human i am in favor of uniforms though because uh uh kids should have the opportunity to learn to just be kids without the added distraction of who has to fly his jeans polo gear jays etc that's what i wish erica had said i still think she's an awesome person i will still support her artistry but that's that was not lit not lit at all love the show and i will be listening to your fear the walking dead recap only because i support y'all fuck amc and the walking dead till season seven stop laughing rod and y'all have a great day i'm not i'm 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 gonna laugh and fell five it's been it's been two weeks uh you know i wish everybody would have loved it as much as i did and it's just sad that y'all couldn't eve says i'm not surprised erica did what she said what she said she is at the all queen of the hotels she is she was like three dollars and six dimes yeah you might laugh but you did not do your math i'm like oh yeah that's true can't even really get mad at her uh r kelly r kelly writes in and says i see nothing wrong with what miss badu said it makes total sense to a man like me oh you need to beat it i bet you don't see nothing wrong with a little bump around i know mm-hmm. a little bit of pp because mm-hmm. it seems like she, she's not mm-hmm. but it seemed like that to mm-hmm. r kelly yeah she ready to get peed on yeah but yeah i, I mean erica said some slut shamey shit man and is you kind of can't even have conversations with people like that because at the end of the day if they aren't they're not really willing to admit that the environment that they're saying the questions in is already fucked up so Mm -hmm. it's it's like um you know it's like it's like telling black people well then don't speak 
drive exactly the speed limit and then it's like the the un like you're blaming me now for cops killing black people you know it's like well you wouldn't get killed if um you just drove the speed limit it's like but why am i I the only person that gotta drive the speed limit and everybody else could get to do five not five to nine miles over yeah well you know just don't speed yeah and if they get pulled over they just get a ticket yeah just don't speed don't get a bullet too but you know everybody can't be uh you know everybody can't be on all the time uh 1180 white questions black faces we got a couple comments real dark knight says buzzfeed deserved all the jack dragon that they got putting this fuck shit on the internet i'm not sure how i feel about the actors who had to read this for the camera though you know how many of these questions i have asked other people none (laughs) yeah there's even white people that don't ask some of these questions but um yeah i have no idea uh who these people are if they're actors if they work at buzzfeed i just assumed they were probably actors reading lines mm-hmm. and who knows how shit gets edited but niggas need checks what you gonna do uh eve says when white people say something racist and defend themselves by saying they have black friends those people in the video are the ones the white people are talking about oh uh, the poll was easy uh do you think white people wrote the questions for the buzzfeed video 93 percent of people think white people wrote the questions of course yes they did yeah 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 seven percent they no well yeah, I, because the black people wrote this it would have been funny as hell well i have an inside source i can't reveal any names they say it was a black dude that wrote it the questions and the skit mm-hmm, i don't believe you they that, that I, it's a very trustable source if i told you their name you would you would automatically believe me so it was just one of those special snowflake type black people like i vote republican the rest of you niggas ain't shit black people wrote those questions and uh it wasn't a collective effort with other black people at buzzfeed or any of that just one person you can tell right that one because it wouldn't have passed any no other black person would be cool (laughs) like it's not like you're gonna find 10 black people that actually would be cool with that uh but yeah yeah because if it was black people asking black people questions about black people these questions would have been completely different. well it was a black person that did it you know it was a black person who wrote it <laughs> so you keep saying it's not it was i'm telling you it's not this is a fact a black person wrote that that thing yeah who hates themselves and have yeah anti-blackness is anti-blackness no matter who it's coming from but a black person did write that and that that's wild to me i know i didn't believe it at first i was like for real like but if you think about it i mean if you i've seen i've met those trolling ass type of black people and it's possible and they still presented it wrong because it was like 27 questions black people have for black people and my and and, and, and my thing when it went it's a should be a collective group that came up with these yeah. questions yeah if it, if it was truly people well, asking people obviously it's uh, a product so you know i wouldn't be surprised if one person wrote the other ones either you know and buzzfeed has these type of like actual asian people eat panda express for the first time videos and shit so um i just think uh where the the true um culpability from buzzfeed comes in is like most decision making shit in hollywood it's who gets through so it's like okay this black dude got the writer's own segment but we had to make sure he was a certain type of black dude 
right he's not gonna challenge the system yeah not even challenge the system but he believes in this system he believes in the things that are bad about but like he believes in negative stereotypes of black people he believes in that mm-hmm. so he's like why black people need to explain this you know anyway uh so yeah everybody was wrong kyle says why are we so quick to make a poll but not a podcasting network huh black people huh sign buzzfeed oops i mean cow <laughs> <laughs> uh also uh we got a, a few voicemails i just realized i didn't have time to screen them all i hope nobody crazy called if you do we're gonna stop it please no crazy please no crazy no crazy please no crazy look like we got three of them let's see no crazies. come on roll the dice hey Ryan Carey this is Jada um I just wanted to leave a couple of comments about the school with the um the two short skirts uh policy uh, I also grew up with that um where I think it's like our skirts couldn't be more than five inches below above the knee or it was like it had to pass a fingertip test where your skirt had to be slightly below where your fingertips um ended on your legs um but also it was but it had to be the same length, or it had to fit that requirement in the front and the back. So me growing up, as I got into high school, you know, I started to get my quote-unquote black woman body. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I had, you know, some donk. And so it was like I would sometimes get reprimanded because it was like, oh, your skirt is okay in the front, but, you know, not in the back. It was like, so, you know, like, okay, well, because I have a little bit more body than I'm getting, you know, singled out or whatever right and then two um i even as a kid i just thought that that rule was stupid just because i didn't really understand the full implications of you know kind of it being misogynistic you know in a way about oh if your skirt is too short you're distracting the boys and i think even more creepy with that school set was the male teachers it's like or staff it's like why are you looking at these children but that's a, you know a whole nother thing but um, but also, too, I found it was just stupid that we had to have the, the length rule about skirts and shorts, but also, too, like, we couldn't wear tank tops. Like, you had to have some type of sleeve on your shirt. So I was in the band, and when, um, because we had band in the morning, then we always had to change our clothes afterwards. And I ended up forgetting, like, my cover-up or whatever for my tank top, and then I had to go sit in the office and wait for my mom to bring me the shirt and I think she couldn't bring me a shirt or something that day, so I had to wear this, like, horrible oversized T-shirt that they just kept, like, in the office, which to me I felt like would bring more attention to me because clearly this shirt is not mine as opposed right. to wearing my, you know, normal clothes, but God forbid that, you know, an arm shows or something. I mean, I just thought it was so stupid. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, I just think um, the most that the guys had to adhere to was that, they had to keep their shirts tucked in, but I mean, we girls had to have our shirts tucked in too. So even back then, I just felt like it was it was problematic. I mean, and also too, I grew up in Mississippi. It's a, like freaking hundred degrees outside. It's hot, and we gotta wear shorts to come down to you know to come down to our knees or whatever. But also too, I find it kind of hypocritical that I was a cheerleader, so I enjoyed this rule, but cheerleaders in the dance team were allowed to wear uniforms throughout school day. Um, on um, days for uh, the football games Mm -hmm. and also for basketball cheerleaders. So, of course, our skirts did not adhere to the policy, but I guess it was okay because, oh, it was all in the name of sports, right? (laughs) But anyway, guys, that was just my two cents, and always love the show. Bye. 
um yeah i mean that is hypocritical and they do allow girls to do that and then yeah then we blame the girls for any attention that they get from it mm-hmm. um i don't know like i understand we exist in a real world i don't like i'm not trying to put on this like fake oh the world is just idealistic and you can do anything i just think girls get enough of these talks right. there's nobody not talking to girls this way i don't know why people act like we not getting that talk and you know and this idea that they should have to even at that younger age put on a performance for men that we never would tell boys about like when when because it's not like girls are the only people who get sexually assaulted like uh and become victims of sexual crimes and molestation and stuff from from figures of trusted authorities but we just never have these talks catholic church had a whole scandal and we never have a why are little catholic boys wearing short shorts we don't talk about that shit Mm -mm. we would never ever think that there was anything sexual about a boy's body if they became a victim of a sex crime but we definitely think that about girls like and it doesn't and like it's and just saying well that's how it is so i'm gonna feed into it is not how change happens Mm -mm. that's how a lot of shit is right like hey black people can't go to school white people that's just how it is i'm just hey i'm not challenging it you know uh people can't interracial marriage that's just how it is uh gay people can't get married that's just how it is man what do you want me to do you know and that's kind of the sad part about you know erica badu's commentary is that you know in so many ways she pushes the ball forward and tries to kind of be you know a bit of a revolutionary with her music and stuff and then in this way she's just a uh as antiquated and um and conservative as you know any republican candidate you know what i mean like it's it's crazy amazing because you're seeing nick signal she did a video butt naked so i mean you can do that and that's cool uh, right it's not like after she did that video it was gonna be okay for me to walk up to her and grab her ass it was now. somebody on the street would have just grabbed her titties and we'd be like well they were in the right erica you by the way the people agreeing with her would have told her that Come when on. you was out there naked i mean what you expect you just supposed to walk down the street naked and nobody's supposed to try to grab your titties but nah she did the window seat video and like everyone understood that was her artistic right to do that shit and we all just kind of were like oh that what a cool video she's so beautiful blah 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 but we don't go bitch out here with no clothes on you lucky ain't nothing happened to you like we don't even say that but i don't know man it's just so sad to see people like that man um and you know she's still defending it like a couple days later on twitter because it's like i think people like her are not used to you know people saying no and not it, it just being wrong i don't think she used to being wrong and you know, like she hires people to, to around yeah. her and they're not gonna tell her no because she employs them and the people agreeing with her are mostly the ashiest of the ashy niggas so yes, it is are. what it is they come out of ashy video but some people um you know some people think she's right so you just gotta let it chill uh all right next so ryan karen this is dad uh, one to the, the Walking Dead, um, after, I love it too. I fucking love the uh, majority of the reasons you mentioned. Guy who played Negan. I didn't really like Negan in the comics, but I really love the way this guy portrayed him. And, uh, he is a stand-up comedian, a very violent stand-up comedian. Um, 
it's funny, they do use some fucking uh Grand Theft Auto. That was that was awesome you reaction live on uh live on the uh podcast. Uh Batman and Superman. Funny thing is I had the exact same reaction. There were people uh flapping around me and I couldn't hold back saying out loud, what the fuck are y'all flapping for? <laughs> I had my whole grand I like all the back. I remember the first time I something like that happened in the movie, I thought it was fucking trash, Ray Lamb. I didn't say nothing then. Like first they came from the Green Lantern Corps, and I said nothing. <laughs> but uh, then it came to Batman and Superman, and I had to speak up. And the funny thing is, I was standing in line uh, for the movie, trying to uh, reserve seats for me and my friends, and I had a backpack with me. And I can understand uh, the people there saying something about the backpack, and they want to check it or not. But white guy in front of me, big white dude, who, uh, had a, a Trish Howe that guy from American Sniper. He had that um, magazine of the guys uh, and uh, turned around and looking at me behind me and I was like, hey, uh, what's up? Like, they kept hiring me over and over again. I, I want to be with a post of our friends and bring with alcohol and snacks in and shit. We got in there and nobody checked in, man. Anyway, love the show. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm glad you you can agree with me on that damn Batman, Superman, and that Negan. That's a, uh, take a bow. Not too, <laughs> not too many people intersect on that one with me. Uh, alright, last, uh, voicemail. Hi, Karen and Rod. What's up, this Nick Ju? Oh, I'm sorry, responding Gina. to white questions, black faces. Well, I don't leave a comment on the episode. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was really hard to get through the questions because I didn't really listen fully um, to the questions. I read the questions and it just pissed me off. Um, yeah, questions from white liberals who want to pretend they're down with everybody. And they're also quick to tell you that you are being hyper, super sensitive. This is the shit about blonde like anime. Why I like people homophobic. Dumbasses, there are plenty of people that are in anime, sci-fi, just a whole bunch of shit. But then again, why the fuck do we have to justify or give you receipts on shit to be like? Because guess what? Black people know white people. Black people don't fucking know us. That's why they have to use these puppet masters to uh, ask questions. And I think we should just go ahead and find the people that were asking questions and evict them from black Twitter, black suburbs, adjacent Twitter areas. I don't know. But the shit pissed me <laughs> off. Again, fucking assumption. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Black people, there's a universality, a universal type of... Um, a thing that we have with each other. So I just thought it was just really stupid and poor taste. But it also shows how the white supremacist machine is going on in this post-racial society, right? So these are questions that I probably would get from students that I know in the game. And that would be some students in an exercise. So, like, this is supposed to be a somewhat legitimate type of uh, 
system. But anyway, this voice not going too long. But quick question, I just rejoined um, the premium feed, so I'm excited. A walk-in was on dab, on sleep, whatever the white people think you say. But I do have a question. I'm still looking for the answer, so forgive me if you already posted it. Is there a way that I can download the premium podcast? I tried to do it on my phone, and it doesn't work. Um, I'm assuming maybe I can do it through the computer. So if you could point me in the direction of that, that would be great. I um, just want to tell you guys, I love you. You're awesome. You're wonderful. Looking forward to many, many more podcasts. And, hey, why don't you guys consider having a family reunion? That would be one <laughs> one dab or totally rad, as a lot of people say. All right. <laughs> uh all right the uh rss first of all thank you uh tina um the rss feed thing is uh fairly simple um i'll try to explain it because uh we get this a lot and yeah. normally people email me and if you have any issues you can email me the blackout at gmail.com mm-hmm. and i'll try to walk you through it and we're gonna add something to the website that kind of has the steps there too mm-hmm. but um you can get the rss feed if you're premium by logging in to the blackoutist.com logging into your account and then go to the blackoutist.com slash premium the premium page scroll to the bottom uh only premium people can see it but in blue writing at the bottom there's all the rss feeds and then there's the username and password for all the rss feeds right mm-hmm. um so you and and there's pretty much all of them have one i'm still working on a couple but you know it's them thrones has one now um uh so does uh you know the off-season reviews like everything has day one. walking yeah they walking well day walking's getting one i haven't okay. put that one up yet okay anyway so they all have these rss feeds right you take the rss feed and you got to copy it from that page and put it into an app i don't know exactly how it works with the iphone podcast app although i've heard that you can get it to work by um you can going to like the um what is it called the like when it says add podcast mm-hmm. like you can use it the copy and paste function in there you also can download apps like rss radio mm-hmm. uh pod kicker um i'm not sure if there's an uh pod think the, catcher podcatcher does it too mm-hmm. okay um and you can add it that way you just go to add a podcast and it'll say add via earl you po- copy and paste the earl in there then when you do that on, on all these apps it's going to ask you for the password it's going to ask you for the username mm-hmm. you put in it the username is always tbgwt but the password changes every couple months because we try to keep people honest about it you know because obviously we have to make sure people keep paying for premium so um we change it every couple months and then uh you uh once you do that you got you got the rss feed on your phone you know so yeah we're working on instructions because people ask this a lot because people want to stream it they want to download it. and with all these apps you normally can download it where you can go back and listen and it's not eating up your um uh your uh data data on, on your uh whatever yeah they, all the apps have all kinds of functions some of them in my opinion i now use rss radio for everything mm-hmm. everything so. 
yeah it's even better in my opinion yeah because the my opinion the one for the iphone it literally eats up space in your phone like your phone will literally start maxing out because mine did and i didn't know why what the fuck was happening because with uh when you use the actual one that apple has it takes up space and even when you delete them it does not remove this data so eventually it will end up maxing itself out and it's very hard to remove it so for me i'd rather just do the rss radio yeah so there you go i hope that helped if not like i said you can always email me the blackout tips at gmail.com and we'll take we'll handle it there yes um uh also uh that's the last voicemail we got uh some gifts up in here mm-hmm. i got a pikachu uh scully you know uh toboggan type hat mm-hmm. and we got a rubber made um cup uh custom closet folding laundry laundry hamper i like that thing right like we have uh basically we have a gift on amazon gift list and like time to time i'll just push it on there like it's normally like little stuff that i'm just like i don't have to have this but if somebody wanted to get it for me that would be super dope mm-hmm. um and um melissa hooked us up melissa w said hi black enjoy your gift from melissa w thank you we use those gifts every day sure. people love my pikachu hat i already they been outside do. in it and people was like oh pikachu i was like that's right you know all kinds of compliments mm-hmm. and of course since i do the laundry i use the clothes bin thing <laughs> all right pretty much every day you breaking stereotypes i guess so house husband in the house <laughs> uh and then coriana uh hooked us up uh with some art some lovely art uh karen has one and i have one also but i'm putting it on camera right now so y'all can see it but um she hooked us up with i mean look at this it's beautiful it is she touched she let me custom pick my colors uh, i chose green black and gold for the blackout test logo i got red for me purple for karen because it's our favorite colors mm-hmm. uh and she writes a gift for you both your humor honesty love and respect for one another in the black community is amazing thank you coriani coriani baptist 2016 it also says a little about me i'm a special ed teacher a wife and a new mama my art business is small and young but i hope to bring joy to my clients with every customized and inspirational uh, piece of art and on the back uh please like my facebook page uh, y-a-n-i-z-a-r-t uh which is yanni's art but with a z uh yanni's art inspires follow me on twitter and instagram at yanni's art uh website coming soon coriani.com i'll put this in the show notes uh for the premium i mean for the uh for the feedback show today uh thank you for riding karen uh thank you riding karen thanks for sharing this uh with your audience oh thank you for hooking us up i like them they're pretty we gotta have to hang them up yeah we gotta find a way to get these on the wall or something um you know get these put these on a on uh you know a countertop or something let people know they they're coming up in the house uh but we thank you so much uh and we also got some emails uh deanna says late feedback on episode birthday girl how i ride and karen in my karen voice hey baby 
i just wanted to say a happy belated birthday to karen to let you know that i applaud you both for wanting to get healthier i'm one of those slim people with high blood pressure that karen mentioned who also do not does not have any symptoms in fact i was in denial when my doctor said i had high blood pressure and told myself that i could beat it without medication i wasn't until my doctor recently said i'm surprised you haven't had a stroke yet that i began to take my blood pressure seriously and started taking my pills at its highest my blood pressure has been 220 over 140 oh baby that's high baby i feel you because the thing is when you're the type of person who doesn't have symptoms which means you don't get the headaches you don't get the dizziness you know it's like your body kind of doesn't warn you um and the thing about it, a lot of people take that medication for granted because the thing about it, the medication helps regulate your blood pressure because the thing about it, when your blood pressure moves, it's actually stressing your veins out. And that real high stresses them out, and if it real low stresses them out. And that fluctuation from not being consistent actually is doing a lot of damage to your blood vessels. A lot of people don't realize this. And a lot of times strokes ain't no joke because when you have strokes, sometimes we recover and sometimes your body is never the same again so that's something you don't want and so you can actually take the medication and continue to do things to drop it like it's supposed to be and eventually you can get off of the medication but i you know i was kind of like you i was like well i can do it myself but a lot of times you know depending on your body and things like that you actually need the medication um and it's kind of frustrating when you're the type of person who would prefer not to take the medication mm-hmm um please nobody don't don't write 75 emails about this okay guys we uh listen guys i switched to celery salt like i'm good <laughs> i'm good let's just we, okay we having this moment i just don't want to turn the show into the the diet show okay? no uh but i've learned to watch the sodium count on my food and have begun to eat healthier foods and i'm slowly phasing out meat because i want to become a ve- vegetarian my fiance we're getting married next month oh congratulations also has high blood pressure but he doesn't want to take his medicine because of side effects that could affect him sexually mm. what else you know what though there's medicine out there that doesn't have those same side effects not all right. the medicines are the same mm-hmm. he should still go to the doctor and look into that yes uh look man go to the doctor people right i go mean you paying for that insurance anyway make them niggas work i'll be up in there making them work yeah go to the they be like i can't get the blood out your vein i be like try this on i don't care mm-hmm. and the thing is stab me twice <laughs> the thing is people are like well women outlive men yeah we do because y'all niggas don't want to go to the fucking hospital it's like the we, hospital not, no the not, doctor the doctor well yeah. shit in, in the if hospital you don't go to the depends. doctor you will go to the hospital either way you will go to the hospital a lot of times against your will because you didn't do the physical checkups at the doctor like you were supposed to and mm-hmm. the thing is i don't and the thing is it's like I don't, and maybe it's just me being a woman. I don't understand the ego that's associated with this shit. Cause it's just one of them things where as, as a woman, I want you to be around. What about you not wanting yourself to be around? Don't you understand? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's socializing. It's socializing. It's not yeah. man. It's not manly to think about that kind of shit. And it's, you know, it's not manly to have a salad. It's not manly to, um, you know, uh, it's not mainly do a lot of shit in society quote unquote so then you end up with these people uh men feeling like it's a knock against their masculinity to need some type of help and shit although from what i hear when men get sick apparently they turn to big babies so i don't know what the truth is y'all tell me but uh, if you let twitter tell it every man that's ever had a cold has turned into a three-year-old so i don't know 
personal thing well you gotta choose the manly thing but if that's the thing it's like your manhood gonna cause you to fucking die and as you yeah go, it's not a de- by the way what i'm saying is not a defense of these people i'm just saying that's what the cause is is that society makes it seem like it's like if a man uh hurts his ankle playing basketball then you just you just limp it off man walk it off that's what toughness is and yeah that's that's why i think a lot of men feel like oh go to the doctor for what you know i got all the answers you know that's why all self-help books are geared towards women typically you know like it's all like women are less socialized to think they know the answers and men are socialized to think they know all the fucking answers even when you don't all right uh, I'm trying to convince him to take his medicine. I also change his eating habits and the workout. We both belong to gyms, so there's no excuse not to go. I'm sorry this email's long-winded, but I wanted to wish you a happy birthday and many, many more TBGWT fans for years. And as soon as I can, I will go premium, Autumn. Thank you, Autumn. Thank you, sweetie. Um, let's see. Uh, St. Louis desegregation case. Oh, film underscore Esquire. Uh, from episode 1179. I'm stalking you today. Here's what happened to my to that poor little boy in st louis who can't keep going to school desegregating schools in missouri took place from 1954 to 2000 to 2011 2011 god damn after 1999 most of the fight was about whether the state or federal government should pay to desegregate missouri schools um in 1983 the liddell case ruled that st louis and the state of missouri were intentionally maintaining segregated schools in order to fix it the city and the county of st louis came up with a complicated plan to bus black students from st louis city into st louis county and vice versa you know instead of fixing the problem for real by ending the red line and practice funding public schools with property taxes from the same districts the busing program is now a transfer program but the whole point is to move black city kids to white suburban schools and vice versa because otherwise it's not desegregation most of the schools in the suburbs are still white and most of the schools in the city are still black there are specific rules about which schools can transfer which students to what other schools and those depend on the residency of the student being transferred rather than their race although you and i know this usually means the same thing so since this kid is moving to st louis instead of being a black city kid attending a black city school he's going to be a black county kid and no county kids who live where he's going to live can be bused back to a black city school because that's not the point of the desegregation transfer plan i think the reason this news story is getting so much traction is because it's one of those you asked for stories in quotes as far as the border education of missouri is concerned they've been trying to fix desegregation but it still isn't good enough for black people although of course to my earlier point the fact that neighborhoods remain segregated and the money for schools is still tied to neighborhoods is the real reason segregation has remained and everyone's pretending that it isn't true it really shows how a community wants to maintain segregated 50 segregation segregated schools 50 years after brown versus the board they can and if they can blame black people for it uh, well of course they will uh take it easy mm, that's complicated as shit um it's crazy how complicated the solution to racism is and it still don't work right right we came up with all this shit and the end result uh still segregated schools oh okay right and, and it's one of those things where you look, look what she said 2011 it's fucking 2016 so this is not that long ago right and so this is why uh people like me continue to fight and continue to be um adamant about a lot of these rules and regulations against 
lgbtqs because the thing about attacking them attacking them is also attacking me because a lot of times you use them to scare people but attached to them you will add laws and bills that are hidden underneath them to discriminate against me so as they lose their rights all these other minority groups who have gained their rights over the years and were forced to do these things because the law told them to the states are stripping away their rights legally because we can we can hide it behind this so that the people that should be mad aren't mad because they're too busy looking at if a man is a woman or a woman is a man versus going a um in the state of north carolina if you discriminate against me or get certain things i can do a federal lawsuit but i can't hold this particular place accountable in the state which is dumb and so uh, to me, that's where the uh, frustration uh, comes in because my thing is if they'll take your rights away from you, they'll take my rights away from me. Nope. Episode 1180, White Questions, Black Faces. Kim writes in, greetings, Rod and Karen. I love how you went through all the questions in that video. I admit I didn't watch the entire video because it was very insulting from the first question. I'm always on time and I know black people, black and white people uh that that keep i know people black and white that keep me waiting hell the one that keeps me waiting the longest is my white gynecologist my black doctor and black dentist never keep me waiting but that white gynecologist is never on time i love it that you guys brought up how white people in power have continued to tear down blacks from black wall street to jim crow to the current issues with the police while slavery may have ended centuries ago every generation faces a new assault when my ki- friends and i went to south africa we toured robin allen a tour guide the tour guides are former prisoners one of my friends thought this was wonderful and had the nerve to say something like i wish blacks in america could get over slavery like these prisoners have gotten over apartheid oh my head would have been hot i had i had to explain that it wasn't just slavery it was slavery and all the crap they've done since then every time we gain some ground white supremacy sweeps up to try to back us bring us back down of another on another note i did the ancestry dna test and i do have some native american indian in me so there (laughs) yeah that one question was like how come you guys always say you have native american in you to be special uh open letter to tbgwt uh sugar babe first of all a happy belated birthday to queen karen thank you you said you celebrate for the entire month so i thought i'd slide in for the month ended i hope hey. you had a great day and fabulous month i did and i am i went on a well-needed vacation and missed episodes but i'm all caught up now i missed y'all and thanks for putting in the great work and right i forgot my damn password again i love you both well maybe caring a bit more ride sorry sugar babe <laughs> i love you too baby mm, i feel like you was the one talking bad about kim kardashian baby so mm. well that's fine you like caring more than me <laughs> uh <laughs> and uh yeah i'll reset your password but you need to what why, why am i saying this on there i'll email her back yeah <laughs> she gonna get it two weeks later yeah send me your username man uh uh but yeah i appreciate uh appreciate you listening uh even me though you, too. even though you hate that baby shame on you all right we'll be back tomorrow where i guess we'll be chris lambert mm-hmm. of the monday festival podcast then monday i guess you'll be mike brown of the comedy outliers podcast and then tuesday our guest should be stephanie uh aka 11 8 of ballerlert.com Ooh, that's gonna be fun so uh busy week here the blackout tips hope to see you guys soon until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>